Entrepreneur on Fire, 881. What is so great about what you do that it stands out? What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and prepare to ignite. Be there for your customers no matter where you are. Go to evoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. Fire Nation, this is a special offer for you. So visit evoice.com slash fire today. Ready to get your life organized? LegalZoom can help. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but can connect you with an independent attorney. Visit LegalZoom.com and enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout for a special discount. Boom! Shake the room, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Scott McCain. Scott, are you prepared to ignite? John, where there's smoke, there's fire, and we are going to be smoking in this episode, I promise. (laughs) Love it. And Fire Nation, Scott is a best-selling author, Hall of Fame professional speaker, and a leading authority on creating distinction for your business and career. His book, Create Distinction, What to Do When Great Isn't Good Enough to Grow Your Business, was named by 30 major newspapers as one of the 10 best business books of the year. Scott, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight, so share more about you personally and expand upon your biz. Uh, Thanks, John. I've I've been so fortunate. I've traveled the world giving speeches, keynote presentations, and and workshops and seminars for the, the leading companies in the world. I, I do a lot of work, for example, to BMW in Europe. I've been to Australia for Telstra. I've spoken in, uh, now we're up to 18 different nations and every one of the 50 United States because entrepreneurs and businesses of all types, they really want to know what does it take to stand out in today's hyper-competitive world? So I've researched that. I've been fortunate to have uh, three number one Amazon business bestsellers, uh, number one bestsellers, uh, what customers really want. All business is show business and create distinction. Uh, I'm just the luckiest guy in the world to get to do what I love and to be an entrepreneur and help other entrepreneurs. And even, you know, the term too is intrapreneurs, those folks inside the business, whether it's working for BMW or Chrysler or, or Cisco or other big companies to help them understand the personal responsibility that they can take to really stand out and move up in today's world. And you live in Vegas, baby. Yeah, you bet. I, I'm a, I'm an Indiana guy. Matter of fact, I, if, if you remember the song Small Town by John Mellencamp, that's literally the small town I grew up in too. So that's, that's my background from uh, Southern Indiana, but, uh, split the time between Indianapolis and Vegas and in Vegas today and, and, and love being here. It's a, it's, it's a fun place to be. I love that line. Married an LA girl took her back to that small town. That small town. That's <laughs> now, for me. <laughs> yeah. Now she's small town just like me. You oh, it, so I, John played our dances when I was in, you know, Get junior high school. Out of so, here. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got a ticket in my uh, scrapbook of a basketball game that I was at. Uh, when I was in school, and Larry Bird played in the ball game, and Mellencamp played the dance afterwards. Now, what, what would that have been worth a few years later? Huh? Okay, my head just exploded. <laughs> yeah, coming, is that you know, crazy? being a New Englander and Boston yeah. Celtics is the oh, team. Yeah. I mean, forget about it. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Okay, I'm literally green with envy, and I'm going to have to move on. And <laughs> Scott, let's shift now because this is about you, my friend. This is about your journey. And you're a storyteller, so I'm not even going to have to really drill this point home like I have to for some of them, I guess. But tell us your worst entrepreneurial moment. Take us there and share that. 
You know, John, I think like many entrepreneurs, when you when you first get started, you you want to succeed so much. You you your passion is strong, and you you want to succeed so badly. And that was me in the speaking business. I I was fortunate enough to have a pretty good start and was building it. Was very excited about it, but but still, you know, we were month to month. We were you know, if I didn't book enough every month, I wasn't certain the business was going to make it. And I get this call to do a time management workshop. And people who know me who are listening to this podcast are already chuckling because (laughs) that is not my strength, but it was a check. And so I said, yeah, of course. Yes, I can speak about time management. I'm thinking I'll be under such pressure. I'll learn how to handle it you know, (laughs) before I give the speech. (laughs) And I bombed. I mean, I absolutely bombed because, A, I was trying to do something I did not have the expertise to do. And, B, I took business that I really shouldn't be taking just because it was a check, just because it could make a little money. And also, the next couple of months, my business wasn't as strong as it should have been because I spent so much time trying to prepare this time management program as opposed to staying with what I knew and growing my business in the way that it should be. That now, not only did I have a dissatisfied client, who could also say things that I wasn't prepared or I didn't know my topic in the marketplace. It also took a lot of the momentum that I was building away. So my worst entrepreneurial moment was was gaining the understanding that it's really important that you focus on your area of expertise. Now, you may need, to, obviously, to grow that area, but you, you don't need to be doing business just to get that one check when instead there's so much more that can happen when you're willing to focus on what's truly important. So Scott, we only as entrepreneurs and just as humans have so much mental bandwidth. And whenever we do use that limited bandwidth for things that aren't up our wheelhouse, so to speak, frankly, we dilute it. And when we dilute what we do, then we're just not a master at it at anything. It goes back, and this has kind of been a theme this week on Entrepreneur on Fire, of people trying to go one mile wide and one inch deep, opposed to just one inch wide and one mile deep and just really becoming the master of that, whatever it is, and whatever that niche is, just dominating it. But you know, let's talk candidly here because there is a fine line, Scott. You know, there's no black and white here because when you're starting off as an entrepreneur, you got to put food on the table, you got to pay the rent, you have responsibilities. What is that fine line? And, and you know, I know, and this is a gray line for sure because it's not black mm-hmm. and white. But what do we do when we first start off? Because that's where a lot of Fire Nation listeners are right now. You know, John, I wish there was more I could give in the way of here are the three things that would help you know. But for me. Follow your gut. You know, I mean, it's follow your gut. I I knew in the pit of my stomach, I should not have said yes to that date. And when I look back on, on, you know, two plus decades of doing this, every single mistake I've made, there was this little voice inside my head, you know, inside my gut that was going, you know, this is not what you need to do. This is just not. And I, I, I wish it was more scientific than that. I wish it was more of a process than that. But, but I think down deep, for those of us that are so committed to our business that we are choosing to become entrepreneurs, uh, we have that built into us. And listen to that, because seldom does that lead you astray. Now, you say you wish it was more scientific, but I mean, do we really wish it was more scientific? Because there is just some comforting notion yeah. 
to know that, hey, you know, my gut, it, it is, it's trying to guide me in the right direction. That intuition, it does have my best just desires in mind. Is, is there some truth to that? Oh, I, I, there's, it's totally true, I think, John. I, you know, but sometimes, I, I think sometimes our passion blinds us. Uh, passion is important and it's it's critical, but I know people who are passionately broke yeah. as well, too, <laughs> you know. And so uh, for those of us in, uh, who are entrepreneurs, we, we've heard so much about the importance of passion, and sometimes our passion can overwhelm our our good sense, and that's where the, the gut has to has to be finely tuned because, uh, you know, there were some, there were things I was so passionate about that I made some really passionate mistakes. So we have to, it is, as you said, I love that term. It's a gray line. It's not black or white. It's that, it's that gray line in there between what, what we intuitively know is the right thing to do. And our passion is so important, but we can never let our passion outpace our skill. We've got to continue to grow our abilities and grow our skills for whatever it is that we're bringing to the marketplace. I love that. And I think that's why a lot of times we get around to the finality of the importance of a mentor, of having somebody who's been there and done that, that can really help you along that way, come to these decisions and really make those final just decision points and inflection points and possible pivot points when they come there. And then as well as that power of the mastermind of actually having people who are peers who are in same industries as well as different niches that can really give you an outside perspective and say, hey, you know, this is what we see at, you know, so so take it all in. But then in the end, it's going to be your decision, Fire Nation. And like Scott said, and like I agree with, if your gut is just screaming, if it's waving that green flag, like go towards that. If there's a red flag in that intuition, then take a step back and, and pause and reflect. And Scott, what I want to do now is have you tell another story. And this story is going to be one focused on an epiphany, an mm-hmm. aha moment that you've had at some point in your journey. You've had a lot. And you're going to have a lot more in the future, no doubt. But what's one that's really going to impact our listeners, these entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, sidepreneurs, all around the world that are listening here today? John, the, the center point of what I talk about is how you create distinction, as, as you were kind enough to mention. And it, it, that the foundation of that comes from early in my speaking business. I wanted to be a keynote speaker. I wanted to travel around and do what I'm doing. And there was a speaker then that I admired so completely and his name was Grady Nutt, N-U-T-T. He was a humorist. He was a business speaker. And I admired Grady so much. I wanted to be Grady. <laughs> I, 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 I admired him so completely. And I tried to sound like Grady. And I tried to do my business like Grady. And I, I, he, he was not only a mentor, it, it went beyond that. He, he became what I idolized. And the most fortunate thing and the big aha moment for me Grady invited me to lunch and I'm intimidated. I'm excited and I'm sitting at lunch. And in his wisdom, he said, Scott, if all you want to be is another Grady nut, the best you can hope for is second place. He said, I got a corner on the Grady nut market, but he said, you can be the Scott McCain. That's what you have to work on. And at that moment, it, it just kind of that that's when all the you know, it's like a, you're, you're, you're spinning a combination lock and everything finally lines up and Click. the tumblers. Yeah, and there <laughs> it is. And it's it was that aha moment that, you know, trying to be the best someone else I can be is 
is not the path that I want to take. And in, in my book, Create Distinction, I, I wrote about this little diner in my hometown in Indiana that tried to be McDonald's to keep up. And, and you can't out McDonald's McDonald's. Heck I mean, no. they've got a corner on that market. And I, I see it so many times with entrepreneurs is they see one particular thing. Oh, we're going to build our business just like Steve Jobs did at Apple or just like, you know, uh, Richard Branson did at Virgin. And, and while we can learn from their example and, and we should, the fact is to create distinction, to stand out in the marketplace, to be so compelling that you not only get repeat but referral business, that, that you are that go-to person that you were talking about earlier, you can't be an imitation of someone else. You have to be able to create your distinction, not duplicate someone else's. So, Scott, I'm going to throw in another gray line here because I think there is some gray line on this point as well. Now, there's a quote that I love. It's, we are all standing upon the shoulders of giants. And I know that when I first started podcasting, and I was clueless, I had no radio background like some people. I had no broadcasting experience, no interview experience. I'd never been behind the microphone before. I was so bad, but I was able to see people who were good and and try to do some imitation of them in some different ways. But I knew deep down, and this is my gut telling me, my intuition, John, you have to carve your own path as well. And that's why I took the seven-day-a-week route, which nobody was doing. That's why I took the very consistent flow and format routes because I really wanted to give that to my audience too. I knew that this was going to really be that distinction that was going to be critical for me. So, you know, back to my gray line point, Scott. I mean, I don't want to scare Fire Nation away and say, hey, you have to be the most original, unique person from day one. You're going to learn from people along the way. You're going to stand on those shoulders of giants, but there has to be distinction early and often and make your own path from those shoulders. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, I couldn't agree more. I mean, two things about that, John. Number one is, one of the things I see in the book is you need to be derivative, but different. If all you are is derivative, then you're just an imitation. But when you can be derivative and different, then then now you're doing something great. One of the examples I use in the book is Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks has sold more units, more recordings, more more downloads, more units, more you know CDs than Elvis, than Frank Sinatra. Garth Brooks has sold more albums than any other single recording artist, which most people don't believe. So what did he do? Well, he took elements of what it was like to go to a rock concert and brought that to country music where it had never been seen. So in other words, he was derivative of what was happening in, in, in the rock arenas, but then he brought that into someplace new. I, we want to stand on the shoulders of giants, not slouch upon them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so it, that's part of how we be, how we can grow in our distinction and how we can be distinctive is, is that we learn from our mentors and we learn from the masters, but we realize that the way that we can grow is to not duplicate them. Yeah. And pardon the repetitive phrase, but you know, thank you for the distinction. I mean, I think it's, there's just no better word for it and it's so powerful. And Scott, I'm excited for this next section because like, I I just really see you as somebody that has given these questions some thought, not specifically because I sent them to you, but this, these are just things that you think about and that you do just in the course of your natural entrepreneurial journey to improve yourself as an entrepreneur. And what I call this section is the one minute mindset where I'm going to ask you five questions. It's five insights into your 
mind, Scott McCain's mind. And you know, take about a minute-ish each to answer these questions, maybe shorter. And the first one is ideally, what do the first 60 minutes of your day look like? I, this is one I've thought about a lot. It, and that is that the first 60 minutes is gaining a mindset. Um, there's a great book that I'm sure has been quoted a million times here. I've, I've heard it quoted before on your show, John. It's, is the artist's way. And what the artist's yeah. way talks about is the morning pages. And I've, I've been doing that for, a, for a decade. I, I, I get up every morning and before I check the email and before I listen to the news, before whatever, I make myself a cup of coffee. If it's a nice morning as it usually is here in Vegas, I go outside and I sit with a legal pad and I, I just spend some time every morning writing down just my thoughts and just getting the pen on paper and moving it. And, and I, it's amazing what a critical impact that's had on, on my thinking and, and just on how the rest of the day goes, because it starts you in a different place than just worrying about, did I answer that email promptly or did I, not that that's not important, but I, I, I think the first 60 minutes of your day, are, it, that's your thermostat. That, that's what you're setting as, as your temperature for the day. And I, I want my temperature to be one of insight and one of creativity. So I began by taking about 30 minutes to do that. And then I go on a 30 minute walk because I think it's really important that we stay, you know, and I'm, I'm no bodybuilder and I'm not in the best shape, but, but I am in good shape. And, and I think that creates, uh, just, just the right pattern of the day that you begin in, in thought and that you begin in movement. And it, it sets the thermostat for what's going to happen for the rest of the day. Absolutely. First thing I do every morning, 35 minute power walk around the bay here in San Diego, listening to a podcast or an audiobook. To me, that just is kind of a good way to ease into what I'm doing, getting some deep breaths to oxygenate. I don't even know if that's a word, oxygenate <laughs> my blood and to just really get that, you know, that just the, the mind thinking and spinning and get that body awake. I love it. And Fire Nation, little FYI, The Artist's Way is by Julia Cameron. Great book. It's been mentioned numerous times as Scott mentioned, and it's just a phenomenal book for a lot of reasons. Scott, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Biggest weakness is how I manage time. It's, it's what I brought up earlier. I get so deep and so engaged in what I'm doing that I'm, I, I need, I need to work better on my management. And, and I, here's the crazy thing, John. I don't believe there's any such thing as time management because we can only manage those things over which we have control. And I don't have any control that there's only 24 hours in a day, right? I mean, I, I can't manage that. Queen Elizabeth has the same amount of time that I do. And so I guess a better way to put it is my priority management. Uh, it's, it's something I'm working on and it's something I wish I was, I, I was better at, but there are just so many distractions out there with social media and with all of the other challenges that we face as an entrepreneur. It's, as Stephen Covey said, the tyranny of the urgent is something I, I, I succumb to way too often. And it's, it's, it's part of why I love listening to, to your podcast because it, it helps focus me on the, you know, the big hairy things that are really critical as opposed to these little trivia things that, that seem to take up so much time. Priority management. Love that. What's your biggest strength, Scott? I've been told, and I, I hope that it's true, is that I'm able to take complex situations or, or complex ideas and help make them more simple and actionable. Uh, moving from theory into practice, uh, one of the things I realized about my own business first was that there were 
lots of books that you could read and lots of speakers that organizations could select. And if I didn't stand out, then I was going to be in trouble with my own business. And so the fact that I, I live what I, what I talk about and that I, I've really studied it and really researched it and, and can make it into actionable items, I would hope would be the, the biggest strength that I would bring to the table. What is a habit that you wish you had? I wish I was better at exercising. I, I need to do that more. And you've inspired me, John, about your power walk every morning. Yeah. You know, it, it, the, I, I've gained so much benefit from doing that morning walk and, and incorporating that. I want to take it the next level. But I do believe that that's a habit. There's so many excuses when you're on the road so much. Oh, you know, uh, it's raining outside or the hotel gym is closed or whatever. <laughs> and and I've, I've succumbed to those excuses. And, and that's all they are. They're, they're not reasons. They're excuses. And, and that's the habit that I'm working on and hoping to obtain in the coming year. Scott, you have a lot of pretty awesome things going on right now, but what's the one thing that has you most fired up? You know, in the past, John, my, the, the ability to help folks and the ability to teach entrepreneurs and to teach leaders in business has been limited to me being in one place at one time, right? I mean, I, how do you duplicate that? And learning from your example with podcasting and also some of the technology available uh, we've got a new program called the Distinction Institute, and it's highly interactive online learning that we're sharing with organizations and companies. And I'm I'm so excited about it because the the impact that I've seen it have in in the testing that we've done here with the launch and the first organizations that we're working with has truly been significant. And I'm I, it's amazing to me the ability now that we have to not just transmit information. But to really make it interactive and engaging and involving so that people get excited about it and look at ways that they can implement these strategies into their business. And so uh, the work we're doing with the Distinction Institute is is what's really, really got me stoked right now. And you're starting a podcast. Yeah. yeah thanks to your inspiration. Right? I, 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 we had not talked. You know, I, I, we didn't know each other. And I uh, obviously am uh, a, a listener here. And, and so what you talked about, about the podcast workshops, I've downloaded that, listened to those. We've got a logo now for the podcast. Yes. And I'm going to be creating a podcast called Stand Out. And we're going to be talking about and using stories about how organizations and individuals have gone from being afloat in the sea of sameness to really standing out to the point that not only are we pursuing customers, but they were so distinctive that we attract them to ourselves and to our business. Love it. Well, I am honored to play a small role in what's going to be be you spreading your voice, your message, your vision to an entirely different medium through the great podcasting directories and and so much more. And Scott, I'm not letting you go anywhere quite yet, my friend, because we are about to enter the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Fire Nation, the best time to start getting your life organized is right now. And the easiest place to do it is LegalZoom.com. Getting your life organized starts with protecting your family. And a great way to take control of your family's future is making a will or living trust. That's where LegalZoom can help. There's no easier way to make sure your family is legally taken care of. Getting your life organized also means taking control of your financial affairs. So if you're thinking of starting a business or you have one already, LegalZoom can help you form your business 
and provide the support you need to run it successfully. For more than 10 years, LegalZoom has helped millions of people get the personalized attention they need. And if you need legal advice or guidance, they can connect you with an independent attorney in most states since they're not a law firm. Don't wait any longer to organize your life and save even more by entering FIRE in the referral box at checkout. That's discount code FIRE. For legal help you can count on for your family or small business, go to LegalZoom.com today. LegalZoom.com, discount code FIRE. Why are you an entrepreneur? Perhaps it's because you don't want someone else dictating what ideas you pursue or what projects you work on. Or maybe it's the flexibility owning your own business provides. I'm an entrepreneur for the freedom it affords me to do what I'm passionate about whenever and wherever I want. And with the help of the internet and services like eVoice... I can. With a toll-free number, professional voice greeting, and dial-by-name directory, eVoice transforms any phone into my business phone. So when my customers or business partners call, they're automatically sent to wherever I am. Whether I'm out exploring new passions and ideas or in the backyard hanging out, I can still deliver the exceptional and professional service my customers expect. Want to try it for yourself? Go to evoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. Fire Nation, this is a special offer for you. So visit evoice.com slash fire today. That's evoice.com slash fire. Scott, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? I'm ready. I'm excited. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) On the edge of my seat. (laughs) (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? My concept of what security was, my concept of security was, was kind of defined by what I'd experienced in my family. You know, she went to work for the company and you got a check from the company and that if you were an entrepreneur, that was very unstable. But what I've learned over the years is I, I think there's more security in being an entrepreneur. There's, there's no one client that could ever terminate my employment. No. Right. And, and therefore it was what was holding me back was my erroneous assumption of what pathway was more secure than the other. Fire Nation, what you're doing right now by listening to Entrepreneur on Fire, educating yourself, you're becoming a Swiss army knife with all these different skill sets and tools, not just this one that can be eliminated with something that happens, a pivot that happens, an economy shift. So good for you. And Scott, what's the best advice you've ever received? Well, the best advice is from the story earlier that I told about Grady saying, be the best Scott McCain that you can be. The the other great advice uh, that I received, believe it or not, I was speaking and Arnold Schwarzenegger was in the audience. And, you know, Arnold's had his problems. I I know that. But I mean, this this was prior to all that breaking. But Arnold and I have a conversation afterwards. And and I, I finally got to ask him the question I'd always wanted to, which is, you know, why you of all the people in the world who could, you know, become the world's number one movie star and, and the governor of one of our most populous states. You know, and, and as simplistic as it sounds, he said, you got to have goals. You have to know specifically what you want. You have to be realistic about the time frame for accomplishment. And you got to write it down. Wow. Great advice. So Great I, advice. I wrote it down. <laughs> Let's hear your Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation. 
Oh, I can't. They'll be back. You know, that's <laughs> as good as I can do. That it was, was not it, good. But anyway, it was so funny when you're, you know, I'm standing there. He's talking to me and I'm almost in my head giggling about. Of course. You really sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. Like you know, that this was is not, not an impersonation. <laughs> this is the real thing. You know, so. uh, he actually definitely checked this out. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. He was just on a couple days ago from when we're talking right now. Tim Ferriss's podcast, uh, the Tim Ferriss show. And they've had about an hour and 15 minute conversation. Awesome. He's brilliant. He's even booked me for a couple of speeches now. And I, oh, I, he's just been, he, he's an incredibly generous, wonderful guy. Love it. Share one of your personal habits that you do have, Scott, that you believe contributes to your success. I think, you know, it's the old quote, but le- leaders are readers. And one of the habits that I have is every day I, I devote time to reading and study and learning. And I think that has done more to build my business than, than anything else. And it's not just reading. It's listening to podcasts. It's, it's getting this input. And I, I loved what you said earlier, John, about you take your walk and you listen to podcasts. Yeah. That's, that's when I listen to you is, is when I'm out walking. And, and so finding and disciplining yourself to develop the habit that what is traditionally downtime for other people isn't going to be downtime for you. Yeah, it really clicked for me. I think it was, um, I think it was Dan Miller. I can't remember who it was, but called it Automobile University. And I just said, you know, why would I be in a car listening to Miley Cyrus when I could be filling my mind with things that actually could improve my state of conscious and just my state of events? So I love that. Do you have an internet resource, Scott, like an Evernote that you can share with our listeners? You know, mine I used uh, on my iPhone, my iPad, and online, and it's called Easily Do. It, it just helps me organize the day. It checks your email. It checks other events. And it you know just boils it down, makes it more concise. It'll also go through your contacts and, and let you know if you have duplicate contacts and will merge those contacts. And then it even gives you this little update on how much time that it saved you. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of yeah. that. It's, it's a cool app. Save me some time. Easily do. And Scott, if you could recommend one book for our listeners to join Create Distinction on our show notes page, what would it be and why? My buddy Larry Wingett uh, wrote a book that even if he wasn't one of my best friends, I would still be raving about this book because I think we need it sometimes. It has one of the most provocative titles. It's called Shut Up, Stop Whining, and Get a Life. (laughs) <laughs> wow, that is provocative. How's, how's that for hardcore self-help? Huh? Yeah. And, and, and those times when unintentionally, but I do, you know, sometimes you think, oh, gosh, I wish business, uh, w- you know, I wish business was better this month. Or why didn't I get that deal closed? Or why <laughs> didn't I? And that kind of becomes my go-to book about uh, it's it. you have to take control and shut up, stop whining and get on with it. You know, one of the things the book says is if your sales suck, it's because you suck. <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, ooh, you know, I don't I really don't want to hear that. But I really sometimes need to hear that. Yeah, that and hit me where it hurts. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, that's important. <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I have teamed up with Audible, and if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. 
com. Scott, this next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would spend the first two days downloading books, downloading podcasts, downloading audiobooks, and I would begin to develop my own university. Uh, I would develop my own plan of study to take my experience and knowledge that I already have to a higher level because the only way that I am going to make more money is to bring more value to the marketplace. So I would begin by, by studying to see what I could do to bring more value to the marketplace. And then I would start out networking. I would start out trying to find ways to network through the knowledge that I had. In other words, what I would try to do is to take that information and knowledge that I had before this happened and the ones that I've gained in the first part of the week and, and find you know, boards on LinkedIn and, and, and find other ways that I could contribute. And then I'd go around and knock on some doors. I mean, if I only have $500, I got to get out there and sell something. It, it, it's kind of funny because one of the things I, I, I say when I'm speaking to groups of prospective speakers is that, you know, if you're not succeeding in your business, maybe you don't want it enough. And they go, oh, well, of course I want it. I'm passionate. I look at all this. Well, how many calls have you made today? Uh, our office makes 25 outbound talk to meeting planner calls every day. How many follow-up messages have you left? How many times have you pursued them? What are you willing to do? And so I would take the next action. You know, it says here, as you said, you got a laptop and 500 bucks. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to learn. I'm going to schedule. I'm going to sell. And I think if I do that in the seven days, I would begin to have a whole lot more than the $500. Learn, schedule, sell. Fire Nation, three words. Scott, let's end today on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Love to tell you, I think the challenge that you have to have is to create distinction. What What is so great about what you do that it stands out? People don't buy from us because of our strengths. They assume that whatever you're doing, you're strong at doing it or else you wouldn't be in business. Customers purchase because of our differences. What do we do differently in the marketplace? What do we bring that no one else is bringing or we bring better than anyone else is bringing? Discover not only your strengths, but focus upon and market your differences. So if you like more information on that, it's uh, distinctioninstitute.com. And, and John, I, I've got some gifts uh, for our listeners today, if, if you don't Fire mind. Fire Nation loves gifts. I love it. We've got a bunch. If if you go to distinctioninstitute.com slash fire, all you need to do is to go there. You can download a free chapter from my latest book, The Seven Tenets of Taxi Terry, Ooh. on how to create the ultimate customer experience. Ooh. You can download. There's a book that we've released in Asia, but because of McGraw-Hill released the Taxi Terry book, we haven't released it here in the United States yet. And so I know we have listeners all over the world. If you go to this uh, distinctioninstitute.com slash fire, you can download my book, The Ultimate Customer Experience, absolutely free as, as my gift to say thanks. And also, you'll get seven days absolutely free 
of everything that we have on the Distinction Institute. The entire training program, the entire course, everything is there for you. It's absolutely free. You don't have to enter your credit card. You just go on and and enjoy it, learn from it. If it's of value, then we'll find other ways that, that we can be of service. But that is all there. It's absolutely free for, for your listeners because hopefully – that's a distinctive approach. <laughs> Scott, those are some gifts. Yo, thanks for that, my man. And Fire Nation, distinctioninstitute.com slash fire. And don't forget that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Scott McCain and JLD today. So keep up the heat, Fire Nation, and head over to eofire.com. Just type Scott in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with his books, his recommended resources, everything we've talked about. And of course, we'll have a link to his gifts or just go directly to Distinction institute.com slash fire and scott thank you for sharing your journey with fire nation today for that my friends we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side it's been amazing john thank you see you soon thank you so much for joining me today on entrepreneur on fire head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more also if you're an entrepreneur who's prepared to ignite visit thefirepath.com where your passion and our guidance unite. See you there.